And like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I don't know about you, but I fucking hate talking to my neighbors. I have to pretend like I'm enjoying the conversation. I get cornered by this fucker that lives across the street all the time. He walks up and goes, oh, hey, how you doing? It's good to see you. And he has to walk across the street. It's not enough to say hi. He walks across the street. Then he puts his hands on his hips and slowly starts cornering me towards my home. So I, I feel like the song should be like, and like a good neighbor, State Farm fucking corners you and makes you talk about shit you don't want to talk about with his hands on his hips and asks you about shit like the Bible. Not that there's anything wrong with the Bible, but I don't want to be talking about it with some crazy old asshole with his hands on his hips. Greetings, salutations, and hello to you. This is Diego McLeod. I'm here with my daughter, who's one. My wife and son have gone off to some sort of extravaganza at the Home Depot where parents spend time with their kids and build things. It's like a workshop time of some kind, which is pretty awesome. I'm excited for both of them. My s- What? What did you say? Oh, yeah. That makes sense. I hear you. Why do you think that? Oh. It's the tone, you think? I'm projecting, huh? Okay, a little softer. I get it. You're right. I mean, when you're right, you're right. Thank you for that feedback. It's not always easy to receive feedback. Oh. Really? It's not always easy to receive feedback, but sometimes the information that we don't want to hear is the information that we need to hear, and we need to remember that. She's absolutely right. Let me try this again. I have to remind myself that microphones don't need to be shouted at. You're right. Leading by example once again. I thank you for that, kind warrior. Mm. So, in any event, the reason that I'm creating this little wave here... By the way, thanks to Nier and uh, Michael and uh, the the whole rest of the crew for making this platform. It's really been delightful and, um, you know, it's it's provided a, a... platform for individuals like myself who offend a lot of people to exist and I just want to thank them for making Anchor because it's a really really great place to share ideas and they've been very very uh, courteous and they've been tolerant and they've been kind and they're a great team of people that have put together an incredible product and I just want to say thank you to the Anchor team and I mean that sincerely. Maya, all the rest of them. Um, thank you, guys. Anyway, so this here's the purpose of this wave. It's it's, it's a rant wave. You could call it a rave, and and I'll I'll make it quick. So yesterday I was driving home from work, and I came to a stoplight where there was a red light going in my direction, and I was attempting to make a right turn. So I came to a complete stop. 
at the stoplight. Now, uh, normally, the traffic was clear of cars, so I would make a right turn after I'd come to a complete stop, and all would be well. However, I noticed that at about the, maybe a little less than a middle, midway through the intersection, there was a pedestrian making her way across the intersection. Now, I know that we are mandated to stop for pedestrians, not only at crosswalks, but in general, because pedestrians have the right of way. I know, it was upsetting to me too. And especially nowadays, we are, we are... We're cautioned, we're urged to observe this idea. Uh, you hear stories about how if anyone has even stepped a foot into a crosswalk and you proceed through the intersection, you're liable as a motorist for not observing the pedestrian's right-of-way. Okay? And so this uh, pedestrian, it was a, um, a lady, um, I have no idea how old she was. She she was probably between the ages of 35 and 60. I have no idea what her exact age was. And that's frankly really not that important. It doesn't matter. Just I'm just trying to paint a picture here. She had on a little uh, walking cap of some kind. It looked like it was uh, like a maybe a faded pink like wannabe triathlete little get up or something, you know, she had on her walking gear and everything's fine. Anyway, it, I'm just, I'm not trying to be judgmental about the appearance of the individual. It, it's not about whether this was a lady or how old she was or what she was wearing. I'm just painting the picture as an observer. Okay. This is not a, a slam on uh, anybody according to their uh, identity, their age, their gender, nothing like that. Literally, I'm trying... I know. I know. You're right. Okay, I'm getting hyped up. I, you're right. Okay. Kids will tell you the truth. They know. They sense, they sense energy. And, and that's the beauty and the wonder of, of trying to raise kids... Because they'll let you know, and they'll tell you. You know, what that little feedback was, was, Hey, Dad, you're acting like a moron right now. Why don't you tone it down? And message received, little lady. I thank you again. I really do. She's right. So anyway, here's the point of all of this, okay? I had stopped at the intersection to make a right turn. And I was prepared to make my right turn when I noticed a pedestrian. Oh, God. There's a message coming through. My friend Josh just texted me. Oh, no. He's canceling. Let's see. He's, we were supposed to have a play date. Uh, our families. I mean, my, we might as well just incorporate this into the, the broadcast here because I've learned that if you try to fight it, it's just all it does is be, it becomes artificial and it, it's the whole thing is ridiculous. Life is ridiculous, so why fight it? Okay, my friend Josh says, <clears throat> hey man, I'm not going to say his daughter's real name because that would be, I don't know really know how that would be a violation, but you learn that you don't uh, identify minors with any sort of broadcast or any individual that has not signed a release form with regard to their own intellectual property and their rights with uh, privacy uh, implications. 
So my friend Josh says, my daughter will say her name is uh, Mary. It's not, but we'll say that it is. Hey, man, Mary threw up last night. <laughs> we all know where this is going. She's feeling better today, and we're still up for getting together. If that doesn't bother you, <clears throat> we know you've got the baby, and we can always uh, reschedule. So let's just decode this. Let, let's decon Let's unpack this message as honestly as we can. Are you ready? Are you ready for my cliff notes? Uh, the the true message with that text is. The wife and I really don't feel like getting together, and we're going to use our child as a pawn in our game of social chess. <laughs> you know, it's a jacked up move to cite the illness of your offspring in order to avoid social engagements, and it's perhaps even more jacked up for me to accuse my friend of malfeasance. Along those lines. Because I don't know if quote-unquote Mary threw up yesterday or today or what happened. You know? I say you know entirely too much. You know, 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 you know. So now what do I say to my friend Josh? Oh, man, thanks for letting us know. Uh, yeah, that it might be the flu. Maybe we should just reschedule. Because that's what he wants me to say. He's too polite to say, I can't make it today. You can respect that, can't you? Can't we just get to a point? If you're truly friends with somebody, can't you just say, look, bro, hey, Brozif, hey, Brody, hey, Abraham Lincoln, I won't be able to satch on some Mendocino pale ales today as we'd planned because my wife and I just aren't up for it for whatever reason. Maybe we had a uh, margarita night last night while listening to Lionel Richie. Maybe, uh, you know, I, I don't consider you the friend that I led you to believe that I did. Whatever the reason is, can't we just say, I'm not up for it today? Is there something wrong with that? If you're truly friends with somebody, can't you just contact them and say, hey, bro, hey, Brody, hey, buddy, hey, pal, hey, man. Dude, I'm not up for it today. I'm sorry. Like, I, I have no excuse. I'm just, I'm really tired. And I just want to kick it at the house. And uh, it's nothing more than that. Is that okay? Who would not be okay with that? And are we not secretly relieved when that message comes through? It lets us off the hook. Don't, if we're in our heart of hearts, don't we kind of regret scheduling these sorts of things the day of? You know, we talk about it a week before or maybe 10 days out. We say, hey, man, uh, we were wondering if you guys wanted to schedule a play date. What do you think? You know, the kids haven't gotten together in a while, and they were on the same little league team together, and we really hit it off. We could tolerate each other. You want to get together? And everybody glows. Yeah, let's do that. That'll be awesome. All right. And then the day of comes. And let's be 100% honest. We regret setting the thing up, don't we? A part of us does. I, I, I'm sorry. I, it's petty to say that, but... I mean, 
I mean, see, there it goes again. I mean, I'm going to start calling myself I mean. My name is I mean McLeod. What do you think about this? What do you think? Do you have a take on this? I couldn't agree more. This is episode one of Sidetracked with I Mean McLeod. I would take callers right now if uh, anyone ever called my station. I used to talk to a guy named Turetsky on here and Spidey Heck. Uh, there was a guy named, uh, man, in the beginning, not in the beginning, but there was a guy named Colin Flynn I used to talk to and uh, John Craig. I used to talk to John and Colin, and, um, but I can tell my tones. All right, can we just let's let's uh, take the whole text message uh, play date cancellation and just Parkinson's? Uh, an ad just came on about Parkinson's on the television. You know, the thing that scares me about medical ads is the fact that. You know, you start thinking, wait, do I have this thing? Like, whenever I see something about, like, some, like, really, really challenging uh, syndrome or uh, disease, you can't help because the symptoms come up, you know? You know? I mean, you know. They come up and you go, wait a minute. I get headaches. Oh, my God. I have occasional constipation. My good God. I have Legionnaire's disease. And it's not funny because, you know, we learn from books like The Secret that what I put out there, it it really does come back. Like an episode of uh, America's News Headquarters on Fox News. All right, let, let's try this again because there's just... Sort all sorts of stimuli going on here. The original point of all of this. It's like the universe just intervenes. Oh my god. There's more heartache. I can't hear this. I, I don't I don't want to hear this. Here, wait a minute. Let's pause this. Okay, I I want to mute this. No. I know. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're, I, look, the advertising about Lunesta. You're right, okay? Who doesn't like a good night's sleep? People say it's like a miracle. I'm sorry for cutting it off. I just, it's distracting. Forgive me, okay? It's all right now. It's almost nap time. You're going to be fine. Oh, I know. You're just sleepy. So you, I can see you're kind of rooting around and rubbing your eyes. It's just, it's just nap time. That's all. It's all right. It's going to be okay. We've, let's see, let's do the checklist, the dad checklist. We've been changed. We've been fed. We had a little snack not too long ago. And the the, the child is, is doing the baby, I call it the, the pre-nap rooting. Oh, another message is coming through. Baby's, uh, the checklist is somewhat... There's another message coming through here. The baby checklist is good. The baby is... Uh, I, if you're hearing this, and I know you're not because no one listens to this, if you're a new parent or, um, you know, for a refresher, 
it's pretty simple with either newborns or, you know, six months to a year olds. They basically need three things. They either need to be changed, they need to eat, or they need a nap. And that, I mean, honestly, I know it sounds crazy, but that's pretty much it. If they're crying, that's probably, it's one of those three. Check the diaper, feed them, um, and then get them geared up for nap time. And once you get into that routine, it it, get, it gets a little bit more manageable. It's horrifying at first. The first six months, I mean, you're just... It's like you're you're on Mars. I mean, you're... It's not that you can't do the work. You just don't know how. So this is our second one. And so I, it's honestly... There's no better primer for working with kids than, you know, getting through that, like toddler zone with the first one and then the second one you're like okay like i remember this you know it's gonna be okay and it's just that anxiety it's getting through the anxiety man especially as a dad i mean you're so frightened when the kids come in the beginning i mean it's just abject terror and that's the only way i can put it oh okay yes it's i know it's because it's just because you're sleepy that's all right and that's okay. There you go. All right. We're okay. Okay. Is there any way I can just basically not attend to one topic for an extended period of time? All I wanted to do was get through the pedet. Oh, God. There's another text message. You know, um, <laughs> sometimes I listen to Deepak Chopra. Let me just check and see who this is from. Okay. All right. So... Deepak is a spiritualist who doesn't really adhere to one set of religious parameters. He's a student of world religions, and he's uh, widely regarded as being one of the greatest pragmatists and uh, meditation specialists in the world. I mean, the guy has been commissioned to work with leaders worldwide. He's written books. He's he's uh, established institutions. <laughs> Bless you. Salud. And Deepak, one of his messages is um, to not judge situations or people. And it sounds simple, but it's actually a very, very powerful thing. So if you YouTube Deepak Chopra, he does a lot of different stuff. But one of the things he talks about is not judging anything or anyone. And he leads guided meditations. And so... The tone of his voice and the the rhythm and tempo are just incredible. He also has some really, really good guided meditations about physical health where we breathe and we visualize the systems of our human body regenerating and healing and working together. And he basically teaches people to drive out illness and disease from their bodies. And it, um, I didn't really think that it was real. I didn't believe it um, until I started uh, practicing it just a little bit like every day or every other day. And I'm not kidding you when I tell you that uh, I used to take medication for a digestive disorder. And after about a year of doing these meditations and 
Really? Tell me more. I'm listening. I'm uh, in complete remission from the. I don't think it was just Deepak's words, but he's um, onto something. And he doesn't have ulterior motives, I don't think, unless I just don't. But it seems to me like he just wants to help people be healthy. And so I endorse that guy. He's changed my life for the better. My top uh, in instructors are my little girl right now who's talking to me. She's making little sounds. Go like this. <laughs> you're sleepy. You're sleepy right now. That's what this is. This is this is the loopy before the sleep. <laughs> it is. You're sleepy, and it's time to sleep. You're fighting sleep, and you're getting all like laughter because kids can't see. It goes from you know laughing to maybe wanting to get weepy. And that's like, oh, God. See? What would Deepak say? He'd be like, he would probably say something like this. Don't let... <laughs> I don't even know if Deepak could hang with this. Like, seriously. <laughs> I think even Deepak would be challenged. He would just laugh. I don't know what he'd do. He'd be like, he'd be like, Remember, oh, he'd say, remember, it is not our duty to judge anyone <laughs> or anything. It is, okay, 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 you just, I'm going to put this down for a second and attend to my little one. Because she's getting sleepy, and that's okay. All right, let's, let me just see if we can just, all right, let's just see if we can get, there you go. Just a little resting position. You don't have to sleep right now. Well, here's the choopy. All right, we're going to just sleep, all right? You don't have to sleep. Okay. If you tell kids they have to sleep, it's, it's over with. All right, now, okay. Oh, my goodness. All right, I got to wrap this up, man. The original wave was about... Pedestrian angst. I realize now that there's no point in even talking about that because it's kind of a negative vibe. Um, what I was going to talk about was the fact that as I stopped at the intersection, I saw that there was a pedestrian making her way across the street. So I stopped. Um, she seemed kind of upset with me that I had stopped. 
and she waved me through the intersection with her hand, um, kind of almost as though she was irritated that I had stopped. There's another message, text message. Okay. Uh, it is not your duty to judge. It is <laughs> only your duty to observe. And so, as I waited and she waved me through, I realized that even though she was waving me through, I mean, I, technically I was breaking the law by breaching the intersection before the pedestrian had crossed. Um, I honored her request by indeed traveling through the intersection, even though I knew that legally it was not the right thing to do. But what was I to do? Like urge her across the intersection um, rudely? So we were talking about a conflict of like what the letter of the law is versus uh, being cordial and sociable and polite. And I think that sometimes we come across quandaries like these in day-to-day -day life. There are literally times when the laws as they are written, even though they are minor laws or they seem to be minor laws, do not coincide with the way that day-to-day -day life plays out in terms of common sense and decency. And it, um, I wouldn't say that it was upsetting to me per se, but it was just an interesting quandary. And that was basically what I wanted to talk about. And honestly, I was pretty heated when I started talking in this wave. Okay. But I feel a lot better now. Okay. And I had to attend to my daughter. So thank you for listening to this if you listened. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. Try to picture good things happening in your world. If you can remember to breathe slowly and deeply, tell yourself that everything's okay. That can really help out a lot. Have a great day. This is Diego McLeod.